This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. with Wharton marketing professor Peter Fader to talk a little bit about Apple's recent acquisition of Beats. The acquisition came with the purchase of the Beats streaming music service, hardware, and talent. Pete, thanks for being with us today. Glad to talk to you. So our first question is, is what do you think was Apple's strategy behind this acquisition? It's very interesting. It's a very unusual move for Apple to, to go out there and work with a, a, a different firm and something that's going to require them to, to open up and actually accept other people's standards and lose some of the control that they insist upon. Uh, more than anything, I think it's an acknowledgement that, that iTunes just hasn't worked for them. I think the, the original business model uh, that is uh, focusing on the, those 99-cent downloads was, a, was really an utter failure for, for the music industry as a whole. They finally waved the white flag. They're moving to the, to the streaming subscription space, something they said they would never, ever do before. Uh, and, and even their own efforts to do that with iTunes Radio uh, uh, weren't working very well. So not clear that this is going to be any better, but it is a sign that they acknowledge some of their failings in this space. Mm-hmm. And what does this say? I mean, does this represent a change in Apple's innovation strategy, i.e. that they're now going to be innovating through acquisition as opposed to innovating internally? And is what it- does that mean for the company? It's a huge change in this regard. In fact, if we change the cast of characters a little bit, suppose we said that Microsoft was buying Beats instead, everyone would laugh at it. Everyone would say, uh-oh, here comes another Zune. They, they, you know, they're, they're buying a company because they can't invent things on their own. It's a company that has a very small base when it comes to the subscription side. Uh, so you know, they, 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 they'd call it desperation on the part of Microsoft and, and would kind of declare it dead before it ever got off the ground. So I think a, a, a lot of it, we have to take into account who's doing the acquiring more than uh, what's being acquired over here. Uh, and because Apple's doing it and because it is such an unusual move for them, there's a lot of people who are willing to give them a lot more slack than they might if it were a Microsoft or another company on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Now, Apple also has its worldwide development conference, this developer conference this week. What's at stake for them there? I mean, what do they have to do either with their other technology that exists or around the Beats acquisition for people to kind of maybe continue to feel optimistic about the company and about this particular acquisition? Of course, it's always hard to say. We never know exactly what's going to come out of one of their developer conferences. I think that, that the news about Beats and the, the new iOS, all that stuff is, is, is nice and interesting and, and it'll give people something to talk about. But, but, but all eyes are on the potential iPhone announcement. And if they come up with, with the big screen, uh, that could be a game changer, at least for Apple, because we know that it's been a game changer for everyone else. And once again, uh, Apple, they, they wouldn't admit it to the outside, but internally they're probably saying, man, we should have come up with those big screens a long time ago. One of the reasons why Samsung has caught up and in many ways surpassed them is simply because of the size of the screen, forgetting about uh, anything else. Now, if you can take that larger screen and combine it with some of the other still unique aspects of the, the Apple phone experience, you might have a great device which will make these other stories really uh, uh, moot. No one will be paying attention to them uh, if they do make an announcement like that. Now, be that as it may, how important is it that the Beats acquisition includes their streaming music service? 
I think that's why they made the acquisition. The, the, the Beats product is, is a very nice one. Uh, there's no, no question about it. But, but they, they bought Beats because iTunes radio wasn't working. No one's downloading music anymore. Uh, there's just an, an, uh, Beats is, is, is big enough that it's, it's a real brand name. It has some cachet. Uh, but it's small enough uh, that, that Apple can uh, supposedly mold it into something that would be more of an, an Apple-branded service than, than just Apple being tacked on to an existing brand. But the problem is it's so small, they're going to have a real hard time competing with Pandora and Spotify and, and, and some of the other uh, bigger players out there. It's not clear whether they can take this small service and turn it into a giant one, whether the Apple name is enough to do that when the Apple name wasn't enough to make iTunes work. Now, you've been saying for a long time, I mean, I think as far back as from our stories from 2002, that streaming was where the industry was eventually going to end up. Do you feel like this acquisition is a sign that maybe Apple has realized that the iTunes download model was really a transitional technology? In that regard, this is the most wonderful I told you so story that I've heard in a long time. I've been calling for this for, for truly over a decade. And even went as far as saying that, that one day when Apple announces that it's getting into a streaming subscription model in a big way, not only will they do well with it, but it's, it's, it's going to be a rising tide that's going to lift all boats. It's going to legitimize streaming in a way that it, it, just, it, it hasn't been fully legitimized. A lot of people are waiting for Apple to give this kind of big blessing. Now, again, Apple has made some steps in that direction with iTunes radio, but no one really paid any attention to that. By, by doing it with, with a brand, by having a more established service, I think that's actually going to help Spotify, Pandora, everybody else out there. And it might end up actually helping those other services more than it actually helps Apple itself. Why, why do you feel that way? Because a lot of people who have been having waiting and seeing, you know, I'm not quite sure I want to jump onto Spotify because, after all, I, I, own, I own an iPhone and I want to do whatever the, the iPhone offers for me. The fact is that, that, uh, that, that most iPhone people or more iPhone people are using Pandora or, or Spotify than they're using iTunes radio. But there's still a lot of folks who are just holding out hope that Apple would, would have a kind of a world-class uh, entry into the streaming music world. Uh, Beats might be that one, but again, it, it's, it's, it now gives a green light to these other ones. And it's also going to encourage the industry to be a little bit more accepting, a little bit more progressive. I don't want to say that they've stood in the way of, Sp of Spotify and Pandora, but they haven't made life easy for those other services. I think th this acknowledgement that the, that the download model is, is over and that it's all about streaming, I think it, it's going to force the industry as a whole to embrace streaming in, in, in a bigger, more ag aggressive, proactive way than they ever did before. So it's going to help everybody in the industry, but especially consumers. Consumers are just much better off using these services. I don't even care which one. We can nitpick about any of these big ones. They're all good, uh, and they're all a much better consumer experience than, than a, a la carte downloading. Now, so Apple had kind of a ho-hum product in iTunes Radio, at least from the consumer response, and now they've acquired Beats, so they're going to get whoever, those subscribers to Beats or people that were using it. What do you think Apple needs to do to kind of take these two services and really stand out in this market? Because they're entering a market that has a lot of established players in Pandora, Spotify, RDO. It's a very good question and a very difficult question because usually when, whenever Apple announces something, it just turns to gold. There's just enough, enough people out there, whether it's because of, of true love for different Apple products and services or maybe out of inertia. I, I, I don't even want to think about it. I'm just going to go with the one that Apple endorses. That's usually the way it works. But it didn't work with iTunes Radio. 
Uh, and it's not clear that, that, that just moving to a different horse, that they're, they're putting the, the Apple name on, on, on Beats instead or in addition, is, is going to lead to a dramatic difference. But it does signal that Apple is, is going to be investing a whole lot more in this space than they were before. It could be that some of the, the disappointments with iTunes Radio wasn't so much the service itself, but that Apple, it really wasn't a major focus for them. So maybe this is a sign that they're going to get real serious about it. And whether it's, it's the, it, the, the Beats platform itself or just uh, Apple's in, increased seriousness, uh, that might help them. And they're going to have to advertise heavily, uh, and they're going to have to do all kinds of things that, that doesn't come naturally uh, for Apple. We'll see how well they do. But it is going to be a much tougher challenge for them than other areas where they've been successful to date. Now, is that because they're kind of having to, instead of being kind of the market creator or the market buster, they're going to kind of have to see what everyone else has done and really... Want to and really sort of follow on someone's coattails when they haven't done that before? Or? That's a big part of it. That it's it's a rapidly commoditizing business, uh, and uh, it's not clear that they can go in and, and and truly shake it up in a disruptive way that they're able to do with the iPad and the iPhone. This is just not, not something they've been uh, very, very good at. Uh, that that is to say, uh, a service of this sort. Uh, but Apple's a smart company, and they're a very resourceful company. And if they really do set their mind to it, then they're, 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 they need to be taken seriously. But it's not clear that they're going to be able to jump right to the top and, and, and get people to actually give up on their uh, Pandora or Spotify or, or unauthorized services that they might be using and jumping over to this one here. It is possible, but uh, put it this way, I wouldn't bet on it. Now, what about the hardware and talent sides of the Beats acquisition? How can Apple deploy those effectively? Well, again, the Beats headphones are a fine product, and in many ways, it's a very good fit with Apple. It is just best in class. Price is no issue. If you want the best, this is going to be the thing that you buy. So there's a good fit in that regard, and just even some of the design elements are uh, aligned well with Apple. So I think that they can make Beats fit, the, that is, again, the hardware side, fit quite well uh, under their umbrella. It's still unusual for them to, to work with outsiders, but this is about as good an outsider as they can find when it comes to the hardware. But uh, how much interplay there is between the hardware and the software and, and a lot of speculation about how much of the reasons for the acquisition is the hardware versus the software, that remains to be seen. Now, what about the talent side of this? I mean, do you expect to see them using, I guess, Dr. Dre or Jimmy Iovine in a particular way? Or are they mostly kind of figureheads for this to lend sort of street cred to Apple? Or I think that's that's right. I think that that, that it, it's more to show that, that, that we're cool and that we're endorsed by folks who are respected within the music industry. But I don't think that, that, that those particular folks are going to be a, a game changers in any way. They're respected. There's no question about it. But I, I don't think that people, are, that consumers are going to say, now there's a reason to be switching to, to the Beats service instead of other services. Because let, let's face it, those guys and the, the whole Beats team have been associated with them all along. And that uh, wasn't enough to get them even within an order of magnitude of Spotify or Pandora. So it's not clear that attaching those names to Apple is going to really Really change anything. Now, final question, I guess, what do you see this acquisition, how do you see that fitting into kind of Tim Cook's performance as Apple's CEO overall? I mean, what does this say about kind of the direction that his leadership is going in, and what do you think are going to be the challenges for him as this goes forward? 
Well, it's an interesting historic moment because on one hand, you could say this is an admission of defeat and that Apple can't innovate on its own and can't develop best-in-class products and services. On the other hand, you might say the reason why they haven't gone to the outside is a bit of arrogance, that they've always just felt that they could do it better. But you know what? There are times when it makes sense to partner and to acquire. So, so the fact that they're, they're open to doing it, does that represent desperation? Does that represent opportunity? I'm not really sure. But we're going to look back at it for sure within the next few years and, and, and say, oh, it's real clear that it was one or the other. So it is a pivotal moment, uh, and I think there's a lot riding on it. And it might be a precedent that then gets followed in, in other unimaginable ways. Uh, but it's, it's a big step forward for Apple. Pete, thanks so much for being with us today. Always a pleasure. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.